You're listening to the Accounty Down Under podcast with me, your host, Caroline McKenna. This is a podcast about being real, about the highs and lows of life. Whether you're living abroad or you're back home, there's a lesson in every episode. So sit back, relax and enjoy. Before we get into the podcast episode, guys, I would love if you could please do me a favor and just stop what you're doing right now and subscribe to the podcast and make sure to give the podcast a rating at the end. It makes such a difference to where my podcast ranks in the charts. So I know so many of you listen and you just don't subscribe. So please, for me, if you wouldn't mind subscribing and make sure to head over to my website and check out my Sunrise social communities all over the world. So if you're watching my Instagram or TikTok and dream of that life in Australia, you don't have to travel to the other side of the world to enjoy the lifestyle that we live. Check out my Sunrise social communities all over the world for you to go to each week. Welcome back, guys. Another episode of the podcast. I have been doing really good at my weekly episodes. They may not be exactly on the day that I intended, but hopefully you've forgotten what day that is because I have not anticipated um, just how busy my life would be opening my new tutoring and wellness centre. Um, so it's kind of taken over my life, but in a really good way. I feel like I'm really getting my spark back. I feel like I really missed teaching. And if you are a teacher or you work in the education system, it can be really hard to love your job at the minute because teachers are overworked. There's strikes happening all the time. The demands just keep getting more. The pay doesn't cover the amount of hours that you do, um, you know, people always used to say to me and it used to kill me. They'd be like, sure, you're laughing. Look at all the school holidays you have. And for most of my time teaching, I never took a lunch break. Actually, I never I never took a lunch break. I worked through my lunch and at at my desk where I was on duty. Um, I worked way past every school day hour and worked at the weekends as well because you had so much marking to take home. Then there's the parent-teacher evenings, the school trips that we just never got um, any additional pay for. I don't know what it's like in Northern Ireland, um, but that's the way it was for me the last eight years in Australia. Um, and now, you know, I just, I get to do the nice parts of just being a teacher and having that one-on-one time with a kid and just laughing again and just getting excited for them. Like I had a student in last night and she was really struggling on the word wonderful. And like we broke it down into little parts and went through the phonics and all the rest. And it took us about 10 minutes for her to get the word. But when she got it, I was like, oh my God, you know, and she was so chuffed at herself. And it's those wee moments that you overlook when you're teaching and you're under pressure and you've got 30 kids in front of you and you're doing your best um, there's only one of you and 30 of them and you don't get to see those things so I just feel like I've got my wee spark back and I can't remember if I talked about this in the last episode about the last year of being at home has been obviously amazing and great but I um, made the decision to give up my full-time position as a teacher and up until that point I had been doing full-time teaching then coming home in the evenings podcasting doing events, running charity events, all of these things. And I was running myself into the ground um, and I just couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't pour from an empty cup. So I had to make a decision on, you know, giving one or the other up. And in order to spend more time with my family, um, I was able to thankfully be able to do all the stuff online. And 
then I just found that I was losing myself a wee bit in just doing that. Um, and I mean, it definitely pays better to do that stuff online, but I just felt like my life lost meaning. And I've just come to like a huge realization in my 30s about like what really matters. Like I want a more simple life. I want to just enjoy the small things. Like my niece called around last night with my sister and her boyfriend and and we just all like just sat and looked at my niece for like 60 minutes of her just running around wrecking the house. And I was like, you know, those are the moments that I write in my gratitude list now every morning. It's those little things that I took for granted all my life. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, I don't really know how I've got onto this point. This is what I do. I've just started coming on and doing these 20 minute episodes and not really knowing what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> so um, today's one, I didn't know what I was going to talk about until about two minutes ago, but I thought I would talk about the idea of letting go. I was having a coffee with a friend this morning after the gym and we were talking about holding grudges and, you know, just over the years of like, you know, just growing up and friendships changing, things moving forward. And I would be quite a sensitive person and I don't really reveal that, um, that aspect of myself online too much people would always say god you're so strong-minded and you're this and you're that and you're great and you're so motivated but behind closed doors people that are very close to me would know that I am a very anxious person and I do struggle um quite a lot with I wear my heart in my sleeve and like anybody that knows me or comes into contact with me I just want to like be everyone's best friend and help everyone and nine times out of ten that has meant that I've got really hurt along the way because I let people in too quickly and become their best friend and then realise that in a couple of months time they don't need me or they don't want me. <laughs> um, I find since starting my Instagram page that a lot of people have come into my life uh, who I thought were on the same wavelength as me and wanted to be a part of my life and maybe were in the same industry as me and then as time has gone on I've realised that they were using me and um, for their own gain and that has been really hard for me as well because you know like I'm very lucky in the position that I'm in I never expected my life to go this way and I love to be able to help people because you know I took any help that I could get whenever I was starting out and I was lucky that the likes of Jim Plus Coffee took a chance on me when I didn't have that many followers and they chose to sponsor this podcast and Big shout out to Jim Plus Coffee, as always, the sponsor of the podcast. I'm currently wearing my lovely big fleece right now. I wear it like a second skin. Um, you can use my discount code all the time. It's down under. Um, I don't think it works on the fleeces. I've had a few people messaging me about that. Um, it doesn't work on the fleeces or something that's discounted, but you can use it online in store. The code is down under. But I love to be able to help people and take chances um, when I can and, you know, look after people. And it hasn't always worked out in my favour. And just even in the last two years, you know, with working with charities, um, I've been let down and, you know, choosing to do shoebox appeals with people who have let me down. Um, you know, when I've chose to work with other charities to try and do something different this year and things like that. I've had someone, you know, be very nasty to me about that. Um, I have done podcasts with people and you know, advertise them on Instagram and being like, guys, you've got to follow this person. They're amazing. Like so proud of what they do. And next thing they don't want to know me because I don't share my political views on Instagram and things like this here. And, 
like it's just crazy it, the way that the world goes and I am a very very sensitive person and I would lose sleep over this kind of stuff like I would be like why why do they not like me and what have I done and I like just really devastated like I mean even just recently like like losing precious time with my family over feeling sad over someone like that who has decided that I'm of no use to them anymore and I find it hard to let go of those things. I even find it hard to let go of friendships that are no longer part of my life anymore or people like since starting my page, like I've had friends that I've had for years in Australia who have decided, you know, I didn't like what you said on your podcast and I'm going to disown you <laughs> like, you know, and they find it hard to dissociate themselves from me and my page and like there's some things that I don't like that my friends do but I like don't disown them over it but because I have a public page people feel like they can just say whatever they want to me and then I'm going to be thick enough of skin to be able to deal with it and it's it's been it's been really difficult to navigate that and I find that quite difficult um so friendships over the years have changed and I find it very hard to let go of the hurt with those things and today I'm just going to talk about letting go whether it's a job that you're in where someone was really horrendously horrible to you and treated you poorly and um, made you feel inadequate maybe it was a relationship that you were in or you're currently in and you're finding it hard to let go of that person because you've been with them for so long you won't know life without them and um, or it was a relationship a really long time ago and you're still holding on to that feeling. Maybe it is a family member who has let you down, whatever it is that you're holding on to. It's like venom in your blood and it's like, it's like allowing that person to upset and hurt you. You're only hurting yourself by holding on to that guilt that person, like those people that have let me down in the past and have used and abused me or that friend that vented to me that she didn't like my Instagram post about being back in Ireland because she was homesick, like that's their issue and that's their problem and you have to let go of those things and I know it's easier said than done and I've been doing a lot of work um, on this recently of like trying not to sit on those feelings and moving on and it's taken like daily practices where I'm having to do this and letting go and it's it's only upsetting you and with that coffee with my friend this morning someone came into the coffee shop that she had a disagreement with a couple of months ago and you know she said you know I just said hello and I said you know I'm so proud of you for just saying hello to that person because that's letting go like there's no point in holding that in and letting that fester and walking past each other. And just because you don't want to be friends with her, it doesn't mean that you you don't have to speak to her because not speaking to her actually causes more resentment, more anger. Even if you don't think it's inside you, it is absolutely bubbling within you. And it usually comes out in different ways throughout the year or throughout the day or the week or the month where you'll be in a mood with someone or you're feeling a little bit off and you're not sure what it is. All of these energy um, levels are because of what you're feeling. So what you attract is what you give out. So if you're giving out 
resentment and anger or pissed off at someone or I don't like that person or I'm going to gossip about that person. That's what you're going to get back. So I don't know whether I talked about this in the last episode about gossiping and coming home from Australia. I find that gossip, because I know more people now, you know, you're around people that know you and they say, oh, do you know such and such down the road? Well, he's had a fling with this one and this one and this one. And I don't like being part of those conversations. I don't like gossiping about people. I don't like to see anyone not do well. And even people that I do not like, because I don't like people. There's some people I don't like or who have upset me. I don't wish them any harm. You know, I don't hate them. I don't like, you know, I'm not like the Grinch where I'm like, hate, 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 loathe entirely. (laughs) I don't like, I don't, I don't care enough about people to, that sounds awful. It's not that I don't care enough about people, but if people don't want anything to do with me or they think badly of me, I wish them the best. And I think, God, they've got something to work on. And I've had to really practice that because I have had trolls come at me and there's even been trolls that have messaged me later down the line and said, I'm really sorry. That actually was me that messaged you. And, or I'm really sorry. I actually used to think you were this, this and that. And I was actually going through something myself um, and you're supposed to just accept that and forgive because you're like, oh yeah, it's totally fine. Like totally use me as your punch bag and then come back to me. <laughs> but that's just the, the reality of this social media page. And it's it's hard like to be like, you're forgiven. But I mean, that's part of my religion as well. You know, it to forgive is not just being a good person. It's choosing to be kind to yourself. If you forgive, you're letting go. Um, it's very hard to do. It's hard to forgive people for what they've done. To forgive doesn't mean you forget. You learn from it. Choose that as a lesson. Whatever someone has done to you, whatever feeling you're feeling, it's a lesson. And every time someone has burnt me, it is a lesson to me. I no longer just allow people to come into my life and for me to just expect them to be the best things in sliced bread and to advertise their services, to promote them all over my Instagram, to be like they are the best person ever or to spend all this time with them. I no longer do that. I close myself off and that's a lesson for me. And I choose, you know, very carefully who I spend my time with now. But I've started reading this book um, and I put it on my Instagram as well as one of my recommendations. And it's from a woman called Brianna West who also has a book called 101 Essays That Will Change the Way You Look. So I like reading these kinds of books, but I've kind of stopped reading self-help books at nighttime because I felt like my whole day was revolved around like being a better version of me. And it got quite exhausting. Like I feel like my mornings are now my time to be my best version of myself, where I have a few hours in the morning to do the best that I can do. And then I go and do my job. And it was funny yesterday, I wasn't feeling very well. My niece is now in childcare um, or nursery, not childcare. She's at nursery school a couple of days a week because um, she's at that age, you know, where you want her to interact with her kids and be stimulated and all of those things. And she now brings, like when we see her every day because she just lives down the road and we're obsessed with her. So I see her every single day and I like kiss the face off her all the time. Like I'm just kissing her head and her hair and her, her hands. I just love her. And we're getting sick all the time and I said to my sister I was like that's definitely Fia is making us sick but she says it's not but I think it is because <laughs> I'm not in schools anymore um but we're getting sick all the time and yesterday I had a bad stomach bug all weekend and 
I got up yesterday and I was like, I'm not able to do my walk. I'm not able, I'm not interested or arsed in doing my gratitude list right now. I'm just not feeling up to doing anything other than lying in bed. And I lay in bed till 9am, which is like unheard of for me. I think the latest I've ever laid in bed is 10am and that's when I'm hungover. And even then I get the fear and I'm like, oh God, no, I, I need to get up. Um, not that that happens anymore because I am, um, I wonder how many days, let's see how many days I am sober. That sounds like I had a problem, but I like to look every so often at my, okay, it's not coming up because I'm not signed in and I don't know my sign in, which is standard material for me, but it's over a year. It must be, well, I gave up in August, so it's a year and at least some, I don't know, <laughs> a lot of months. Um, I gave up in August, two year, like a year and a half ago, whatever. Anyways, um... To back to the Brianna West. This is why I should really write notes before this podcast episode. Um, oh yeah, I know what I was saying. I was saying um, I wasn't able to do any of those things in the morning yesterday and all day long I felt like shit. I felt down, I felt off, I felt in a bad mood, I wanted to eat rubbish and I couldn't believe just one day of not doing my morning routine with no social media till 2pm getting up early, going for my morning walk with my dad, doing my gratitude list, getting to the gym. I didn't do those things and it set me off for the rest of the day. Like I still went to work and stuff um, in the children centre later on that day because I'd had a stomach bug all weekend, but I was better. I just didn't feel 100%. Um, and it, it just made me feel rubbish. But I was doing like self-help stuff all day where I was like then going to bed at night and reading self-help books. And I feel like sometimes you just need to switch off and like just watch Real Housewives of Salt Lake City like watch junk TV whatever it is you need to watch um I'm not into this celebrity Love Island thing this year I haven't watched Love Island in a couple of years I kind of lost interest in it and felt like it wasn't doing any good for my brain cells but like neither is Real Housewives <laughs> but I do love that um so I've stopped reading self-help books at night and I haven't read this in a really long time and I'm just going to read this to you about letting go so I want you wherever you are right now to just close your eyes maybe not if you're driving but if you're in your house and you're just chilling out or you're having a bad day just close your eyes or if you're in the gym just like turn off the treadmill and just sit on the mat and just relax for a second if you're out for a walk just take it all in and breathe slowly as I read this to you this is from page 67 if you want to get this book did I tell you what the name of the book was this is how you heal you have to practice letting go. Almost every last one of us lives with the assumption that if something is not right for us, it will simply be pulled away in time. We linger, we wonder, we grasp onto what's so clearly not a match and we wait for the universe to do the dirty work and feel devastated once it's done. We think of letting go as a last ditch effort to our own progress and sanity. We will let go only if we have to. Only if we are forced. Only if the world truly proves to us that something is not meant to be. There is an easier way. Letting go is not an event. It is a practice. It is something we learn to do with the small stuff. So when the big stuff comes around, we know how. We have to let, learn to let go of thoughts, of moments. We have to learn to let go of acquaintances care for other pe other people's opinions so many petty arguments and fights we can choose not to pick 
we have to learn to let go of the items that serve only as relics of a time that has passed. I don't have my glasses on, so I can't see the words. And I've lost my page. I'll read that sentence again, will I? I think I feel like I ruined the moment. We have to learn to let go of all the items that serve only as relics of a time that has passed. The clothes that dress the people we, are no long- we no longer are. We have to learn to let go of the dreams we chose for the people we eventually outgrew. We have to learn to let go of the idea that other people... I'm turning the page. That other people are meant to live up to our expectations of them rather than their own unpredictable truths. We have made the process of letting go seem like this superhuman feat only attainable for the true enlightened. We find so many ways around it. Revenge bodies gaining closure, proving them wrong. We find so many ways to at once make it seem as though we have moved on completely and yet remain precisely where we used to be, living through the gaze of what we imagine someone else might see. Letting go is as effortless as an exhale. You do it all the time. There are so many thousands of things you have released and only a few that you're still clinging to. Sometimes letting go is an action, sometimes it is a decision, and very often it is a matter of distraction. We let go not when we think we are supposed to, but when our minds move on to reciting different stories, building new realities. We move on not when we adequately picked apart the pieces of what used to be, but when we begin to think more about what we'd like to build in its place. We aren't letting go. We are just accepting what's already gone. What we are actually releasing is just an idea. An idea we had about who we were or who someone else could be. An idea we had about how the future would unfold and how we would arrive into it. An idea we had about the world and how it works and whether or not we are safe. You see, letting go is not a process of simply releasing into nothingness. It is a process of profound growth. In place of what no longer serves, we are forced to reach for what will finally heal. And that is my podcast today. I hope you guys enjoyed it.